0: I'm not sure I'm the man for this job, he managed to say. The film collector took a checkbook out of the bottom drawer and placed it on the desk. You didn't cash the check from my Frankenstein request. So why do it? Why haggle your way every time we meet to a higher fee when you're not going to cash in on it? You think this is blood money, don't you? He laughed as if the prospect amused him like you've sold your soul to the devil. Maybe I just don't want this job. You're lying. The cards are being dealt and your fingers are itching to play. He filled in the check, signed, tore it out, and folded it on the table. Actions lie louder than words, Mr. Whitman. You see... If you are willing to sit here listening to my rant while perhaps your sole fear in life springs from my fireplace, I bet you'd take this job for free. You would even betray your family for it, if you still had them around. Go to hell, Valdano laughed. This should pay for your advance, plus all traveling and other expenses. He pushed the slip of paper toward Whitman. Just another check for you not to cash. He pressed the button on his desk again, and the fire retreated to charcoals. Whitman felt his muscles relax and his breathing return to normal. He swallowed, giving himself a moment to breathe. Then he reached to the desk and slowly unfolded the check, holding it between his index and middle fingers. You said I keep coming back. This time I won't. Goodbye. He flicked the check back to Valdano's side of the desk and rose from his chair. Mr. Whitman, he heard the film collector calling to him from behind. Alex Whitman turned his head and for the first time saw pleading in Valdano's face. Sure, he was trying not to blink, to retain his overbearing smirk of self-importance, but his posture gave him away. It wasn't proud and confident anymore. It was crouching imploring for help. Valdano weighed his words carefully. When you're not drowning in sarcasm and self-pity, you are the best this business has to offer. I may not like you, but I don't have to. You do a damn good job. Captain Fantastic, Whitman thought. He was intrigued by Valdano's self-proclaimed defeat. Surely another of his intricately crafted mind games. Valdano was right. Whitman was curious about the lost footage. He ignored the nagging in his gut. In the past, he had come to trust these warning hunches. Any family? Whitman asked, sitting back down on the chair. I have not been able to trace any of Seculaire's descendants. This, of course, should not deter you from giving it a try yourself. I have compiled a folder containing all information pertinent to this project. As you will see, most of it has to do with the man himself, as there is nothing known about Seance Start from the Science Museum in London and Seculaire's former workshop in Edinburgh. What do you think happened to him? Seculaire, I mean. Perhaps he meddled in affairs he shouldn't have, Valdano said, staring at Seculaire's picture. Do you think Edison got to him? Thomas Edison had filed his own patent for a working moving pictures camera just a year after Seculaire disappeared. Conspiracy theories abounded. Stealing other inventors' ideas was not new to Edison. Would not surprise me. History is not written by the victors. It is written by ruthless patent thieves. The title sounds like it's a story. Maybe even a linear narrative, Whitman said. Almost three decades before Griffith's intolerance? That would be a revelation. But let's not get ahead of ourselves with wishful thinking. We'll be lucky if it's even projectable. We'll be lucky if it even exists. I haven't exactly taken on this kind of job before. Hence, the number of zeros on the check.